When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Mallory, and this is my Swing Trading the Stock Market podcast. I'm here to teach you how to trade in a complex, ever-changing world of finance. Learn what it means to trade profitably and consistently, managing risk, avoiding the pitfalls of trading, and most importantly, to let those winners run wild. You can succeed at the stock market, and I'm ready to show you how. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Mallory with Swing Trading the Stock Market, and this episode, I got a guy who's writing, and he's he's pretty raw, he's pretty honest, but man, it kind of irritates me a little bit, and I'm going to tell you more about why that is. And for today's episode, this guy is going to get the name Brutus, because the email is absolutely brutal. So Brutus it is. And Brutus writes, Hi Ryan, I wanted to thank you again for all the podcasts and wealth of information you provide to the community. I used to serve in the Canadian forces, and I have never thought that trading stocks would be higher stress than boarding pirate ships off the coast of Africa. And yes, pirates do exist. Actually, he didn't add that. I did. And no, they aren't overly friendly. I have signed up for your patron and share planner trading block, and I have since canceled these. We'll get into that more, why that irritates me a little bit. But nonetheless, we'll get into it. He says, I have been too impatient lately. And it has been causing me to make some stupid mistakes. I trust your content a lot. However, I basically only gave your trading block two days before I said to myself, okay, it looks like I won't get any trade setups from this. I should cancel before I get charged. I was sitting there watching my stocks drop, hoping for you to save me. Remember that, hoping you to save me with a good trade setup. Such a bad way for me to think and trade. At least he's admitting it. I currently have almost my whole portfolio tied up in the Russell 2000 stocks. Another mistake, perhaps. I only got into trading three to four weeks ago, and what I thought were decent stocks have brought my portfolio down about 20% since I started it. Up until I made these purchases, the Russell 2000 was going strong. I had stop losses on everything, and as I noticed the Russell 2000 dropping as a whole, against my better judgment, I lowered my stop losses on all my stocks. Such a big mistake. I'd agree. If I had taken your advice in the first place, my portfolio would be down maybe around 2 to 3% right now. I have debated clicking that close all positions button in my trading app, but I don't think that that is the smartest choice either. Do they have that on trading apps? Oh my gosh. What an emotional button to have at your fingertips. What would you do if you were in my shoes, he writes. How would you recommend getting out of this mess? I am absorbing good information from your podcast. However, I am extremely poor at executing it. I let my emotions affect my decisions, and it seems the more money I lose, the closer I get to wanting to YOLO my money on some high-risk play. There's serious root problem right there. He says, such a stupid way to think. I will sign up for the trading room again. He's referring to the trading block. I just don't know if I should do it now or later. You have a very kind soul, and thank you again. Regards, Brutus. Now, Brutus, he gets me a little riled up in this email. And it, look, the guy sounds like he's a fantastic person. He's in the Canadian Forces. He fights pirates. I mean, this has the making for a great setup, but man, this guy, he's hes going crazy on the trading front. So we're going to get into that. But first, 
what bourbon am I drinking here? Well, I have a feeling this is not going to be a good one. I got a sample of this not too long ago because there is no way I'm going to buy a whole bottle of it. But to try it all, I bought some Howler Head. And it has a monkey on it wearing some sunglasses. It says bananas gone crazy on it. It's made in South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina. 40% alcohol, 80 proof. It's going to taste like bananas. That's the impression that I'm getting. And let me tell you, not looking forward to it. I know I'm already judging a book by its cover here. Look, we've been down this, this road before with peanut butter screwball, and that didn't turn out good. And really don't expect this one to turn out good either. Hmm. No. No. Absolutely no. You can't do this to people. Now, I'm not a huge fan of bananas. I'll eat bananas. I'm not going to go to the store and buy bananas. It's sitting on the counter and I'm hungry. I'll eat a banana. The taste, and it's funny, you can still taste the bourbon. And I think if you strip the banana out of it, it might not be a bad bourbon. But the banana destroys it. I would put it, and I'm drinking it neat. I know most people probably are going to mix it with something or do something weird with it. But I'm, I'm just judging it for bourbon that it is it calls itself a bourbon it needs to be able to stand on its own this one here tastes like a banana not like a beautiful yellow banana that's sitting on the countertop it's the one that's like gone a few days you thought you were going to eat it a couple days ago but no a few days have passed and you got a few spots on the banana and then a couple days go by and it's not you, you know you'll eat a banana that has a few spots on it no problem there but then it starts getting a little sketchy when you see that banana with splotches of black, you eat it anyways because you're hungry. There's nothing left in the house. You need your potassium. And let me tell you, it's mushy. And that's what it tastes like. It tastes like mushy bananas. That's the only way I can describe it. Mushy banana. It's not like a peak banana that's, you know, real nice and yellow. This is like mushy bananas that's been sitting on your countertop for probably a good solid week, and you're starting to think it's the end of life and you don't want to waste the money that you spent on this banana so you feel guilted into eating it. That's what I'm tasting with this Howler Head. I give it a 2.1 for the very reason that I can still taste a little bit of bourbon in it. The taste is still disgusting, though. That banana destroys it. Not as bad as Screwball peanut butter whiskey, but it's not much better than it. Okay, I'm not going to give it any more time. I don't know if I can drink that. I really don't think I can. The aftertaste is disgusting. Okay, back to Brutus. I wish I would have had a good drink for Brutus's email. <laughs> Let's just tackle this, okay, one by one. We've already talked about he was in the Canadian forces, that he fought pirates. How trading is much more stressful. First of all, trading should not be more stressful than that. What that's telling you right there is you're going about it wrong. And based off of the email, he's using too large of positions. He's getting into too large of position sizes, and he's YOLOing his trades by his own admission. And he's in volatile plays. Russell 2000, you're in a much more volatile territory, and you don't have to do that to be profitable in the stock market. What's better to make a consistent 1% or 2% off at McDonald's or lose 10% off of a, a small cap Russell play? Let's say making 1% or 2% on McDonald's. I think most people don't think in those concepts, but you, you start getting into Russell 2000, and it's not that it's something that should be voided at all costs. No, I'm not saying that. I just don't think that should be your, your main wheelhouse. There's so many uh, problems and headline risks oftentimes associated with some of those small cap plays and the wild swings when the market sells off those things are going to sell off even harder but he says i signed up for your patron in, in the share planner trading block and he's canceled these but he did it after two days and what was his excuse he says it looks like i won't get any trade setups from this i should cancel before i get charged dude you have a seven day free trial on it and i'm not here to defend the subscription service what i'm here is to criticize the mentality 
He said he was watching his own stocks drop, stocks that he got into before he ever joined either of those services, hoping to save himself with a good trade setup from me. Well, look, I'm only going to give you a good trade setup if I think it's a good trade setup. I'm not going to fight the market if the market's dropping like a rock and I'm like, oh, I need to make up money if I'm losing money on that day or something like that. I'm not going to force the issue and try to make a trade work for me. I've learned from that past mistake. That's a that's a common mistake for most traders of one that a lot of people don't ever get past. But I've realized when the market's not playing in your favor, don't fight it. And so he signs up and he's like, hey, this guy's going to give me a stock pick and I'll eliminate those losses. Market doesn't care about the fact that you signed up for my service. Doesn't care if you sign up for anybody's service. Doesn't care if you don't do anything. It's going to do its own thing. And so it's going to continue to kill you. And, and you can't put like this, like save your mentality on your portfolio on one specific person. What I try to do, whether it's with the patron account or with, with the SharePointer trading block, and there are two separate services, is I'm trying to teach you ultimately, teach you how to fish. And I want you to do it. And I want you to do it right. And so with the SharePointer trading block, you're going to see firsthand exactly how I'm fishing, like with the trade setups and the entries and the exits and all that stuff. But I'm not going to make a trade unless the trade's there. This past week, I went like three or four days without making a single trade. Right? The market didn't afford it to me. There was never a good trade set up for me to take at that time, and it proved to be the right decision as the market sank on Monday and Tuesday of this past week. I didn't fight the market. And then today, the market started bouncing, so I, I put on a long setup, and I made a little bit of coin off of it. And you can't, you can't look for the next trade setup to bail out your bad mistakes. Every trade is a standalone in and of itself. You can't find another trade to bail you out of those other trades. It's like, well, I'll get into this trade and it's probably a little bit more volatility. It's like the whole double down mentality. If I double down in the stock, it only has to come up a little bit before I'm break even. And oftentimes what people start doing is when it doesn't do it right away, then they triple down and they quadruple down. And before you know it, they got their whole portfolio wagered on one stock and they are losing their shirt. There's a reason why people double down and it's never for the right reason. They think they're doing it for the right reason. They think the stock's going to come back and all they have to do is like recover half their losses if they double down. But in the reality of it, the reason why they're doubling down and they don't realize it's because the stock sucks. It sucks. And it's the very reason that they're doubling down on it that it does suck. But that's what stop losses are for. That's what risk management's for. For when the trade sucks, you get out. I was in NYCB. I was on it for almost like two weeks. It kept showing me the chance that it might break out, but it never did. And it started to suck. So I got out of it. The chart wasn't supporting it anymore. I got stopped out of another trade this past week. What does that stop loss represent? represents when the trade starts to suck. So don't double down and don't go into these stocks. And I know he's not doubling down. He, at least he didn't say he was, but he's looking for the next trade setup to be what bails him out of the past trades that he's made. And he's got his whole portfolio tied up in the Russell 2000 stocks. And let me tell you, when the Russell 2000 goes south on you, it goes south bad. It only takes a few days for the Russell 2000 to drop 10% on you. And in this case, he's down 20% overall. There is some wild, wild stocks in the Russell 2000. Yeah, he might have been doing good along the way, but that's what most people's story is. They do good along the way until it doesn't work anymore and they lose all those profits instantly. And where he really goes south here, and I've seen a few other people do this recently, and it blows my mind, is they lower their stop losses when the price starts to get close to it. That means they, they started off wanting to be disciplined, not thinking that the stock was actually going to go bad on them or thinking that there was a possibility that it might go bad on them. In fact, you should assume that it's always going to go bad on you. I still have this like sense of bewilderment when a stock trade goes in my favor. 
And while it goes in my favor more times than not, I'm still bewildered by the fact that it does go in my favor because I'm always anticipating it to go against me. Now, that's not the fun attitude. We should be like, oh, I'm going to print money. I'm YOLOing my life savings on a trade. No, I mean, you've got to go into it every time like this. This is going to mess me up if I don't use a stop loss. But when you start lowering your stop losses, it just shows that you had no conviction to begin with. And he goes on to tell you that, it, hey, if, if I would have just used those stop losses, I'd only be down 2 to 3%. Let me tell you, 2 to 3% is very easy to recover from. It's not hard. One good run, you're way beyond that. 20%, a little bit harder. If you want to make up that 20%, you need your portfolio to go up 25%. And then this, where it says on his app, close all positions, maybe Thinkorswim has it, maybe they don't. I don't know. I've never seen it on there before. That's just an emotional button. If that's if that's your approach to trading, close all positions, That that's a dangerous take. I mean, you should have your trades all planned out, not to where I'm just going to close all positions when it gets too emotional for me. And by the way, let me tell you real quick about swingtradingthestockmarket.com. It's my patron account. This is where you're not going to see the emotions at. You're going to get my charts. You're going to get my research. You're going to get my watch lists, both bearish and bullish, updated multiple times each week. You're going to get daily setups sent to you each and every day, the ones that I'm looking to trade, as well as the most intriguing charts each and every day, followed by multiple updates each week of the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, and the Russell 2000, and of all the FANG stocks, plus Microsoft and Tesla. So check that out, swingtradingthestockmarket.com. We need Brutus to do this. Brutus has got to get back in there because he's going after everything. And it sounds like he's just chasing what's hot. And most of the time, when you realize what's finally hot, that's when it's usually too late to get into it and have any kind of sustained gains. The bulk of the gains have already been made. You have to anticipate those moves. You have to do the technical analysis and start getting in when you're getting those breakouts. You can't chase after it long after the fact. And when you get to the end of your rope, don't YOLO your money on a high-risk place. And the good thing is, is Brutus gets the fact that some of these things that he's doing is really stupid. And I do hope to see him back in the trading block because it's not about a magic stock pick. I've said this many times in the past. If you go into the stock market and your sole purpose is to make money, which really it is for all of us, but once you start getting into it, it really needs to shift to managing risk and trying to, to manage your trades and make good, consistent trades one after the other. But when you start getting into that mindset, I got to get rich, I got to make money now, 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 you're going to get emotional and you're going to trade too big and you're going to trade all the wrong stuff. So what have we learned here today? You got to get the emotions out of it. I get that as humans, and I'm emotional too as a person, we're going to fight those emotions each and every day that we're trading. We're going to feel those feelings of success and exuberance, and we're going to feel the feelings of failure and loss. But you have to trade position sizes that are not going to let those emotions dominate your thinking to where you want to click a close all positions button in your trading app. And you can't look at your next trade to be what bails you out of a history of bad trading decisions. You can't be like, okay, 50% of my portfolio is in just horrible shape. I've stuck in all these bad positions. I'm going to YOLO my next 50% on a, on a trade that's going to bail me out. And usually that, that next trade is going to kill you too. And Brutus here, he's down 20%. He could have only been down 2 or 3%. He's learning it the hard way right now. You want to be able to gain information when it comes to trading. You want to be able to learn. You want to be educated. You want to continue to grow. It's like becoming a surgeon. You're not just going to be able to walk into the surgery room and just watch what some other dude's doing with a, with a, with a person's brain and think, I can operate on a brain too if I just follow exactly what he does. No. You've got to be willing to learn and go through the knocks. And yes, it helps to, to be able to shadow and to watch someone else do it and to, to see how that person responds to the market, whether it's good or whether it's bad. But not to look at it, this person 
or this next trade that I'm going to take is going to bail me out of all my bad trade decisions. So Brutus, you seem like a really good guy. You served in the Canadian forces. You fought pirates off the coast of Africa. If you can do that, you can do trading, but you got to harness in those emotions. And the key to trading is one, managing the risk. And the another major aspect of trading successfully is to use position sizes that are not going to create a huge emotional response and follow those stop losses. And I think you'll be set on the right path to success as you continue to try to grow in this field. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today. If you have some questions, whether it's like Brutus's question that he gave me or, or something completely random regarding the stock market, of course, send me an email, ryan at shareplanner.com. I'd love to hear from you. And make sure that you're leaving reviews on all of the different platforms that you're listening to my podcast on. Most of you guys listen to it on Apple Podcast app. If you could, please leave a five-star review. That would be greatly appreciated and helps me out immensely. Thank you, guys. and God bless. Thanks for listening to my podcast, Swing Trading the Stock Market. I'd like to encourage you to join me in the SharePointer Trading Block, where I navigate the stock market each day with traders from around the world. With your membership, you will get a seven-day trial and access to my trading room, including alerts via text, email, and WhatsApp. So go ahead, sign up by going to shareplanner.com slash trading block. That's www.shareplanner.com slash trading block. And follow me on SharePlanner's Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where I provide unique market and trading information every day. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at brian at shareplanner.com. All the best to you, and I look forward to trading with you soon.